Welcome to the Truth, Lies, Shenanigans podcast, social commentary, hot topics, and amazing guests with a ton of fun and shenanigans along the way. Today, we are joined by special guest host, Mariel Viscara. He's a poet, a playwright, and host of the That Show Effed Me Up podcast. All right. And in our hot topics today, we're unpacking all that nonsense behind Donald Trump's arrest in Georgia. And that joker, smiling publicist. We're chatting about the Canadian suicide salesman. All right. If you're stopping in for the first time, we record our podcast live on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch TV, truthlieshenanigans.com. And we want your comments to make it into our official audio podcast. So you can download it on Fridays on Apple Podcasts, Pods Network, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Get to YouTube or Facebook at TLS Live Show and start typing in your comments and questions. All right, let me introduce you to my co-host today. First up, we have the nature lover, the gamer, the rock star, coming to you from Ontario, Canada, Robbie Rock. What's up, Robbie? Hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. Glad to be back for another round of great discussion. And I really, I just had a great week. The weather's been a little bit cooler at night, but it's been lovely because the hummingbirds are back. Blue jays are back. It's just, oh, Johnny, the hummingbirds are coming up to within maybe two feet of us. And so we can hear their little wings fluttered, their tiny little bird chirps. It's just that's it's so thrilling cute, and it's peaceful. Oh, it is so cute. Like Joe and I just get <laughs> giddy when we hear them. But it's just, yeah. we love doing it at the end of the day because it's just such a peaceful way to recenter after a busy day. I was going to say that. The yeah, true like nature a meditation. Yeah. The true nature lover, Rob. Yes. <laughs> Listen nah, to the hummingbirds. Good for all of us, man. Clap it's their rings. Good for all of us. Jacqueline yes. Robinson. Hummingbirds were a sign of good omen so you keep on seeing i know yes yeah that's excellent yeah johnny wouldn't know that (laughs) (laughs) jackman robinson says good evening everyone all right our young our next up we have our young vibrant model business owner streaming from atlanta georgia for the time being johnny storm I love how you added that in, Neo. Good. That was good. <laughs> but, um, but like you, Rob, the, the weather has actually been kind of different here. It's been raining a lot. I don't know if we're getting like the after effects of some hurricane somewhere, but it's been raining pretty heavy. Oh, yeah. So that, there was a hurricane of, that hit Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So we're feeling something from it. But I've had a lot of time to just be home and... I've been brainstorming actually a podcast idea that I may want to do. Mm-mm, so, that's exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been thinking about it. So I've been brainstorming. I've been using chat GPT to help me get creative. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it helps, right? Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. Because essentially I came up with um, a podcast called Future Horizons. So we basically are going to talk about like our kind of pop culture, societal, big topics. Mm-hmm. But kind of see where the trend is leading. Like, where is this getting us to? So for example, like relationship mm. dynamics are different these days. Like, where is that going to, where's the trend leading to basically? Mm. Okay. All right. That We're going to flush it out. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, different. we'll see where it goes. You let me know. I'll, I'll try to work it out with you. You might know. Oh about. yeah. That would be nice. You know? Yes. I'll do that thing. Get you on pause network too. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And of course, I'm your host, Neo Nix. So, guys, I know I've been talking hey, about Neo. I want to live to 150. Mm-hmm. Trying. Yeah. Make it, I want to make it happen. <laughs> I don't know if Are I'm you make sure. It. I, Robbie asks you that all the time. He always says that. He always says that. Robbie asks you that same question all the time, but I don't know if I'm gonna make it because I got all these age-related issues already. I got arthritis oh, in my knees. Obviously, I have no That's hair, right? But I have neck issues. I got all this stuff. So, but now I'm dealing with this heartburn, this damn heartburn. So, I, last mm-hmm. week, yeah, last week I had a really, really bad. I had like intense pain in my chest. And I was having trouble swallowing, and yeah, I got to have an endoscopy tomorrow. So I don't know what it is, but we're gonna maybe know, but it's your question. diet. Yeah, question: What's your caffeine intake? Like your synthetic caffeine intake? Like <laughs> I don't, I don't drink caffeine. I don't drink coffee. Um, I drink some tea. Use, I drink herbal teas. Okay, so I use no ibuprofen on occasion, drink. not often. I prefer turmeric. Oh, okay. love turmeric. We're in. And do you drink uh, you kefir? No, I don't. Okay, kefir is really good for heartburn. Really, kefir? Okay, kefir. I'm on it. I'm writing it down. Kefir. Okay. Hmm. We'll, we'll hold you to you, it. We'll, we'll remind do you. Do you do any snacking while you're lying down? So no, I don't do snacking while I'm lying don't. down. But I was making a mistake of eating not long before I went to bed. So I was doing that. So. Oh, I do that, that all can, the time. That, yeah, <laughs> that could be like a hiatal hernia thing. It's an acid I think that's thing. what it might be, actually. So I'm going to, um, again, endoscopy tomorrow. Change your habits. I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah. They, At least I, you're on top of it, Neo. At least you're doing something about it. Some men. I mean, with the pain I was care. feeling, I had no choice. It was, I'm telling you. I thought uh-huh. I was, it was very painful. It was a very, and it still, it still hurts to like swallow sometimes. It's. It, it's a very painful oh thing. So after we're hoping you <laughs> yeah. healing. Yeah, hopefully it's all good. <laughs> Ho- hopefully we're all good. We'll see. Just getting old. Just getting old. All right. Keep us updated. <laughs> now I've got to introduce you guys to one more co-host. Joining us yes. today is the incredibly talented Marielle Vizcara. I've been trying to say her name all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine some people can roll their r's Mm -hmm. there are people that roll their r's and there are people that don't (laughs) you just fall in the don't category i am the don't category (laughs) all right she's a bilingual mexican americana who wears many hats poet playwright and podcaster she is the voice behind the that show effed me up podcast and let me tell you she is (laughs) killing it she's in her 10th season all right 10th season Nice. I, yes. Wow. I ju- it just 
it was just my like birthday, the birthday of my podcast. She turned two. Happy birthday! <laughs> nice. It was August twelfth. Yes, I had a very special birthday episode. So I've been doing this podcast thing for now two years. I think I've gotten better. I went back and re-listened to some of my earlier episodes, and I was trying to be really professional. And I remember when I first started, it was just like I was pausing. Mm-hmm. every like couple of oh, seconds man. because i thought i was messing up and now right now i could just talk for a yeah it's just easy. it becomes <laughs> easy yeah it took us nice. a while here too it took us a minute oh yeah i think we're still working on it you know but yeah <laughs> yeah and you can actually check out her podcast right now on pods podz network she's a, also nice. a founding member of the paletras playwriting group yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a play on words uh Paleta, a paleta is a lollipop, and letras translates to letters. So pa, it's like four letters. Mm. But yeah, it's, oh. it's a play on words. Yeah, paletas, very cool word. Hard letters. Yeah. All right, so everyone, give a Thanks. warm TLS welcome to Marial Viscara. Welcome you. to the Thank show. So, Mary, you're going to hang out with us for the entire show. So let's just get to know you a little bit. With 10 seasons of your podcast, I'm sure there's not much that people don't know about you. But can you tell our TLS audience anything that they couldn't go online right now on Google and find out about you? Yeah, of course. Um, Around 10 years ago, I experienced a 7.2 Earth. Uh, so that's something that you can't oh I, I don't think you can google that about me yeah so it wasn't wow. it was on easter sunday we were all outside you know and then all of a sudden the earth started shaking and i just saw like the electricity pole just like going back and forth oh wow i feel like my reaction was to stand up from my chair where i was sitting at i remember i was eating like cake you know yeah. and i stood up and my mom was like sit back down like what are you doing like it was just like <laughs> like my reaction so yeah i experienced a 7.2 earthquake i'm from the imperial valley so we're used to earthquakes so a lot of our buildings are prepared they're all mostly made out of wood so it's more like flexible and they like move there was damage uh there was only like two casualties and i mean only but still like say. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. i'm sure those two two families weren't too happy about that <laughs> But, you know, I've actually experienced an earthquake, too. It was weird, though. I was here. It's a huge earthquake. And there was an earthquake here in the Washington, D.C. area. And I felt it, but it was, like, very light. I mean, I was like, what is that noise? It sounded like a big truck going by. And I'm like, what is that? And then I ended up, like, the next, I think that next week, I went to San Francisco. And there was a bigger earthquake in D.C. Like, the first one that I felt was, like, the beginning. But then there was a bigger one when I left. Right. Okay. And then I came back from San Francisco all the way back to D.C. And then there was an earthquake in San Francisco, a big one. I was like, I'm just avoiding earthquakes. (laughs) It's you. It's you. You felt the first one and you were like, absolutely not. (laughs) My radar, my earthquake radar went on or something. So I was just avoiding earthquakes. (laughs) Oh, Mike Winters online. She he says we need to work on your Spanish, Bama. <laughs> Mike Winter picks up all the time. The accents, <laughs> the accent, the rolling the R's. So, Maria, how how did you get into podcasting? 
Yeah. I had an idea a long time ago with my friend. I just wanted to start a podcast. And the initial idea was just like two gals talking. I even had the name for it. I created the logo. But it just never became a thing. Uh, I was actually a TM, trademarked. The name is Las Coquetas. And it's basically just like dirty gals. Uh, So I was going to do it with my friend. And then like it just fell through. I think it's also a lot of work to, you know, get together with other people yeah. that have their lives, that have that, like, their full-time job and stuff like that, and plan out a whole podcast. And, it, it like, it's yeah. really hard for me, so a little trauma dump, really hard for me to depend on other people. Uh, mm-hmm. And I always yeah. use trauma the analogy, mm-hmm. yeah, I always use the analogy that when I was in high school, I played tennis and I played singles how i loved it because <laughs> if i had a bad day i had a bad day and it was fine you know like no one is depending on me yeah it was on me but it, with doubles it's just like you can't if you have a bad day then your partner also has a bad day mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. so i was yeah. just like i was just like you know what f it i'm gonna do this thing by myself it, it took like a while planning it maybe like year or so mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you know i wanted to nice. For in a couple of episodes before I even got it uh, started, so I could just you know have those and not have to like every week try to like hurry up to have another episode recorded. And I was like, okay, right. I know what I like. I love TV shows. I love watching TV. I love immersing myself in the story. I'm just yes. what about TV shows that messed yes. me up, like that traumatized me, that activated my fight. My is it fight, fight or, or flight, flight mode? Or flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I always say that if a TV show isn't activating my fight or flight mode, like, why am I even watching, watching it? Watching it. Robbie, like, we, we define <laughs> entertainment like differently, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, just, I think it's a great idea for a podcast. When I listen to yeah. your podcast, I mean, you you keep me engaged and interested and I, I just keep listening and I'm like, okay, wow. I was going to ask where your podcast theme was inspired, but since you said that I wanted to know, are you going to have like guests on the show or would you ever think about having guests possibly kind of comment with you on certain episodes that you guys have walked, watched together? Absolutely. So usually after each season, I have a wrap up episode where I either Get like a true life case or like a real life scenario that actually happened that goes in par with what the actual show was about. And I've had some uh, guests come on. I don't know if y'all watched Mayor of Easttown. It's an mm-hmm. HBO Max. Definitely wreck. Oh my God. Y'all want to get messed Mayor up? Of watch Mayor of Easttown. Mayor it's of East really <laughs> Kate Winslet comes on and watch us kiss. Um, so <laughs> one of my dear friends, she is a teaching artist. What she does is that she goes to like jails in San Diego and she teaches like inmates theater mm. and like playwriting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But she also goes to like juvenile halls and it, it aligns with like a, one of the storylines in Mayor of Easttown. So she was like, she was really interested. She really liked the show. And I'm like, come come on as a guest and let's just talk it through and like I asked her questions and she kind of cool. told me that she personally prefers going to the actual jail with adult inmates than going to the juvenile halls because oh for juvenile halls yeah. it's like 
mandatory. So most of like the, the kids that are there, they're going through it. They probably don't yeah. have a good support system. You know, they've experienced like horrible amounts, amounts of trauma. And it's just like, they don't want to be there. And they're obviously going to act out. Mm-hmm. But with like the adult inmates, they want to be there. They want to learn. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's like, okay. yeah, I think she has like a wait list for her class. Oh. And it's like, it's oh, really wow. cool. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. All right. So with, with, your show, with your podcast that show effed me up, I thought we'd chat a bit about some shows that kind of effed us up. I mean, obviously, you have a whole podcast about like <laughs> all the shows that effed you up, but I figured we should probably come up with and think about like some shows that kind of mess effed, effed us up. So, yeah. so let's, throw let's them start. at me. Throw them at me. So, let, Gianni, go ahead. why don't you start us off, Gianni? So, what, what okay, show I'm effed a... you up? So, I'm more of a movie girl. But I will let you know that recently you guys have most likely have heard the show, the Dahmer series. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's inspired of Jeffrey Dahmer's um, killing spree. And the reason that show F me up besides the obvious was I think I think what F me up besides like showing like the hands and like the parts and body parts was kind of like the sick way he was into kind of praying and and. And what is it like stalking these men and getting them back to his house? Like, I know we have like a bunch of killer shows that show that or like documentaries, but the, this series did a really good job of showing it. And it messed me up because now I can't trust nobody in my neighborhood. I can't yeah. trust. <laughs> I can't go outside without thinking that people are like watching or it's like just just mentally, like psychologically, it messed me up. Did you do an episode so on that, Maria? On Dahmer? No. And I'll tell you why. I am a true crime junkie, so I love true crime stories. I could listen to yeah. podcasts all day about true crime. Um, I know the real case, and I was like, no, it's so messed up. I can't watch it. Like, I can't bring myself to watch mm-hmm. it because it really makes me so angry that police <laughs> were able to, like, stop him multiple times. And yep. just because he's like a white guy and he presented himself really well. And because at that time, like if it was like something to do with like a gay relationship or homosexuality, like the police just right. looked the other way. Mm-hmm. So it makes me really, really, really angry. So I haven't gotten myself to watch it yet, Johnny. And I was like, I'm not sure that I want to. Because <laughs> yeah. clearly it effed you up. Yeah, you I, you really know, I started watching it. I started watching like the first few episodes, but I don't know. I I wasn't feeling the mo- the the series, so I I think I watched maybe the first three, and then I don't know. I just okay, fair. I fair. guess because I knew the story, and I don't think it was like engaging me. Mm-hmm. I don't think the the show itself was engaging me more than yeah. I don't know. Just it was. I don't. Know, I I didn't finish it off. So, and I don't yeah. even feel no, like interested into. It. In a way, they did. They did humanize him a bit, but um, I mean, they dehumanized him as well. I didn't see the end, yeah. but they they also dehumanized him. But um, I don't know. I just I wasn't feeling it, so I didn't I didn't finish watching. It. Mm-hmm. Did you see it, Rob? Nope, nope. Um, I, yeah, Joe is the true crime and shows that f me up junkie in our relationship. He falls asleep <laughs> to it, and Joe. I worry. <laughs> 
But I, You're like, I'm you concerned know, I, I, for her. Mike Winter I've says Evan Evan Peters acting was amazing. Mike Winter says yeah, Evan Peters really acting good. was amazing. Worth the watch for sure. Yeah, he needs no, a I break from those like traumatizing roles. Yeah, he, he does, does, do does, do does do that. I don't know yeah. why he does that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed dystopian sci-fi kind of storylines. Um, so always been a big fan of uh, Twilight Zone, The Originator, and then Outer Limits, oh, no. Black Mirror, that type of stuff, because they no. present you with storylines <laughs> that really mess with your mind. They it's do. dystopian. That's scary. Um, no. Another one that I've enjoyed on Netflix is uh, Love, Death, Robots, because it just presents so many different storylines, oh, yeah. and they can be really messed up. Yeah, just because... What people can do to one another in real life is scarier than anything you can put on the screen. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Even Rick and Morty is one with their story arcs where it's just like, what? Really? You went that that deep on this? I I was like, Rick and Morty. (laughs) No, I have a good one. I haven't watched it completely. I think I've watched like a few seasons, but I totally get it. Adventure Time. Like it's literally a kid's yep. show. The story I lines. love Adventure Time. Oh my Why god. Why do I know this show? I have I've never heard of Adventure Time. I love it. It's a kid's show. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah, it's on Cartoon Network, literally. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't it's feel a bad. Kid show. Wait. Rob, no, what did you amazing. think of the last season of uh Black Mirror? Um, I can't say that I've watched all of them. I haven't seen um, all of it. Yeah, so I, there's just select episodes that I've seen here and there. As, yeah, but yeah, just some like of the it, stuff that's you- presented. I like I'm an IT guy. I'm very techy, so some of the stuff that I'm watching is kind of going okay. That's reminiscent of this. It's like wait, this is reminiscent of China's social credits. This is how... Mm, yeah, you're talking about that. Ideas can back. What was that episode? Right? I know what episode you're talking about. Yeah, that. it was with Ron Howard's daughter where she just has one bad encounter at a coffee shop and people start rating her down and first she's this socialite yeah. and now she's just... that At the end, she's like the person that she was looking down her nose to. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's okay. the lesson. I yeah. recommend uh, the second episode of season six. It's my favorite. And something about this last okay. season, most of the episodes were in the past. Usually it's in the future mm. for Black Mirror. Yeah. So like it, it was really, really good. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm my wife actually my wife actually binged all of the most recent episodes and she doesn't like horror genre, which is surprising that she actually watched through because <laughs> I was like, You're watching Black Mirror? You don't like that. But she was all That's into it, so and she was she was watching the most recent season. So something about the most recent season kind of resonated with her. But Jose says, "I love all horror genres, books, shows, TVs, etc." Nope. But I, you guys like kind of like sci-fi horror. I I think horror yeah, I to me is I more so sci-fi. like paranormal or like gory, like blood or stuff. That's really horror to me. Yeah, that's scary. Jacqueline Robinson says, "I love horror." Psychological thrillers and true crime stories. So, absolutely for me, <laughs> the show that effed me up. Well, the first thing that came to my mind was because uh, it was a miniseries. Was the movie It? <gasps> oh mm. my! Goodness. I watched that. I forgot how old I was. I don't even know how old I was. I know I was scared, like senseless, for days, weeks. I was couldn't sleep at night. <laughs> I was sick. I don't yeah. know. But I'm sure you've seen the most recent movie, right? But 
it was a mini series on TV and it was just it was so scary. I was like done. <laughs> I don't even I like know they had a show. I'm not a big fan of horror genre anyway, but um but that was in November of nineteen ninety, my friend. Hey, hey, hey. There's no reason to bring up dates, <laughs> nice. buddy. I mean nice. So nineteen ninety <laughs> was I would uh nineteen ninety I would have been sixteen. Yeah, I was I was done. I was I was, so were you yeah, terrified of clowns? I was never terrified of clowns, but I mean, just the whole, well, he wasn't just a clown, Creepy. right? I mean, he was a creature that was turning into a clown. So oh, he wasn't just that. a clown. Why wouldn't you be scared of like Freddy Krueger or Jason X? Yeah, that was crazy. I don't know. I, you know, because I watched those movies and I, I liked those movies actually. <laughs> I loved Freddy. Yeah. I used to love Freddy Krueger and I wasn't really scared of Freddy. Oh I'm going to take, that, take that back. Funny. I'll take that back. I no. was scared because there were some times where I would go to sleep and be like <laughs> having a nightmare and I'm like, no. yeah, I want to wake up. <laughs> but another show, another show that, that effed me up was. <laughs> A real show was this one right here, Punky Brewster. <laughs> How? How did that miss? But it, the what I'm, but it's, it's kind of in a good way though because the show is about a little orphan, like similar to like Annie, who kind of latches onto this older retired single guy, and they kind of become yeah. family. And you know, it was a feel good show, but I will yeah. tell you, I used to cry. <laughs> In some of the episodes, uh, I like rewatched some of the episodes recently because I was like, Punky Boost, I forgot all about that show. And I rewatched it. <laughs> and it was nostalgic. Waterworks. It was Waterworks. I can't <laughs> lie. <laughs> I was, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That's so, a good emotionally. So emotionally, yeah, I, it, it kind of effed me up a little bit. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> like when it says, Bless your heart, scared of Soleil Moon Fry. I had a little crush on Soleil Moon Fry. I ain't gonna lie, though. I did, did have a little crush when she got old, especially when she got older. I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> so, all right. So that's that's a little bit of uh, shows that effed us up. As, uh, yes. Make sure you check out Mary Vizcarra's podcast, that show that effed me up. Where can they find it? Other than Pods Network? <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Look it up. You'll find me. Yeah, great podcast. Nice. All right, let's get into some of these hot topics. I'm up first. Truth, lies, shenanigans. All right, I've been trying to avoid the hell out of Trump topics this season. (laughs) But this arrest in Georgia, there's just too much craziness going around not to talk about it. But the funniest thing to come out of all this is this mugshot of Kanye West's ex-publicist, Trevian Cootie, I hope I'm saying her name right. I don't know. But she Trevian. is Trevian. Okay. She is one of yeah, Trump's co defendants. And in her mugshot, she is grinning ear to ear like she's the Joker's long lost sister. But the big <laughs> story is Trump, along with Cootie, Rudy Giuliani, this guy, Harrison Floyd, who's part of Blacks for Trump. <laughs> and 19 total defendants are all tangled up in a web of charges in Georgia. We're talking serious stuff, racketeering, conspiracy to collect. Rico. Commit, Rico, yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rico. I was excited. <laughs> Rico, Rico charges. All right. Racketeering, conspiracy to commit election fraud, even attempts to influence public officials. 
And the plaques for Trump guy, Harrison Floyd, even got charged with resisting arrest. Um, and then let's not forget, this is just another of Trump's legal woes. He's facing 34 felony charges from his hush money payments to uh, oh, yeah. 34 Stormy. Stormy Daniels, right? Falsifying business records, etc. And he's looking at a trial date for the January 6th riot. So he's got a lot going oh, wow. on right this year. And this is as he's running for president again. Um, but here we go. Here's my first question. So this woman, Cootie, is she just a touch crazy? <laughs> and my other, is question is, question? my other question is, what stands out to you guys with this circus of a trial? Let's start with Rob B. Is she crazy? Uh, is she crazy? I mean, she was rubbing elbows with Kanye and then rubbing elbows over here. So, yeah, maybe she got a touch I of like cray cray going on. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, that's oh yeah. my god. That image. <laughs> Don't put that. So the show that if you keep showing that image, oh PLS will be one of those shows that f me up. Stop it. <laughs> but no, like that is she so absolutely has to have some kind of dysfunction just with what she was able to do. Like just how ballsy you have to be to show up at someone's door to coerce them for this person to say, you know what, I'd feel more comfortable having this conversation at a police station and agreeing, going to the police station when you're falsely, you're, you're falsely representing yourself as an official. Mm -hmm. So yes, Old. she is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I think she's maybe trying to go with that Trump defiant look where it looks like, I don't know, like there's something happening Extremely in the bathroom. But yeah, right. Absolutely <laughs> not. And what? I don't know nice. if there's anything that really stands out to me. Yeah, she's got <laughs> her, her eyebrow game is on point. I'll give her that. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's, I don't know that there's anything that really stands out to me yet, Neo. But I'm really, really looking forward to watching them turn on themselves and just yeah. eat each other from the inside. I can't wait watch that transpire that's i feel you in that with oh, 19 yeah. defendants guaranteed somebody's wow. turning on somebody and they're probably going mostly for trump so no doubt what do you think maria i yes. think girly is slaying oh really like, like gianni said eyebrows on point Her eyebrows she's look smiling. good she is uh, like nice. she's glowing like she's she's looking good <laughs> i think out of all the mug shots Hers is the best. Like everyone else looks like all, all <laughs> they look like they died already and someone forgot to tell them. Like, you know, the guy right. forgot to tell them. <laughs> I don't know. I think, is, she, is she crazy? I think she's yeah. a little delulu. She's a little delusional. Mm. Is she gonna snitch? For I sure. think she's a rider guy. Like honestly. You think so? Like, I think she's gonna ride or die. <laughs> And <laughs> not snitch. Mm. She does not give me snitch vibes. <laughs> me either. Yeah. I was going to add on to what Mariel was saying. I feel like she's going to ride it through. And and I, I don't think she's crazy. I just think she's a character. I think you might be right, actually. I, I, I mean, she's not an unattractive woman, actually. No. If you look at normal pictures of her, she's not unattractive. She's not attractive, but she's not unattractive. <laughs> but, you know... I don't know. I don't think she's crazy. I think she just wanted to do like Rob said, take a defiant type picture and it just 
turned into this craziness. I don't know that she knew it was going to look like this. <laughs> but Maybe she's she probably getting like, she's getting a lot of attention. I mean, because I didn't know her name before and I wouldn't have cared. Like, all the, if I look at the whole other mugshots, I don't care about nobody else. <laughs> nobody else matters. <laughs> Everybody's looking at her. So she, she brought some attention to herself. So whether it's infamy or whatever, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Let me get to the comment online real quick. We got Jacqueline Robinson. It's not funny. She is straight evil. What she, Harrison Floyd and Giuliani did to mm-hmm. Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss is outrageous. They upended those women's lives because they could. I hope they sue these jokers into poverty and bad health. <laughs> you said they ended their lives. Not ended. But ruined their lives. I mean, they were they were oh. really aggressive with these um, election officials, really, really mm-hmm. aggressive. So oh. they, yeah, they was they were very aggressive. Um, I really do feel bad for Ruby Freeman. This, yeah, like they volunteers probably, right? Yeah, Just they are like, volunteers. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're, I'm gonna do like my duty and volunteer at this like poll center, and then like everything just like becoming so chaotic yeah yeah they're yeah. just like those and little like old ladies harassed. that just help you you know with your name and give you a card i mean that's all they were i mean they were just yeah. like you said just helping out volunteers ridiculous yeah. <clears throat> mike winner says she and candace owens are mentally ill with their self-hatred i want to talk real quick about <laughs> this guy harrison floyd though because <laughs> this this the blacks for trump guy Not much about him He's, I mean, oh, so basically he leads the, um, I don't think, I think it's called the Blacks for Trump. I'm just saying Blacks for Trump, but (laughs) it's something very similar to that, though. (laughs) Like black, proud Blacks for Trump or something. I don't know what the hell. Worse. Anyway, but like I said, I don't know a whole lot about him either, but he did resist arrest when they got there. And then he assaulted an FBI agent as well. When you're already in hot water, goodness gracious, yeah. this dude. I, in for a penny, in for a pound. I mean, <laughs> when you say defiant, apparently he did stop when they flashed the gun, though. So do you think Trump is going to actually spend time in jail? Like, what are you guys thinking? Uh, after all these, you said 34 charges or over 30 charges. I'm saying the numbers are against him. <laughs> he's got to. Okay. Something he's got to. Yeah. He's got to get one of these Watch charges got to stick. Right. right. If you throw enough crap at the wall, eventually something's going to stick. But it, it, this something. is all manufactured by him. Like he threw it all into the fan and it's coming back. So this is just brilliant. I, I'm just saying something's got to stick. And with all these 19 defendants, somebody's going to turn on his ass. I mean, somebody. Yeah, who, they do want to save their own butts. I mean, who wouldn't? Mm. I mean, these people are going down at this point. And then you got Giuliani. Yeah. <laughs> Giuliani. And don't forget, like when they talk to Meadows, he just. Okay, well, here's exactly what happened in that phone call. This is what transpired. This person's so immediately it's like, okay, so first opportunity, it's it's starting to happen. So yeah, yeah. and everyone's gonna they're gonna be offered deals to flip on one another, and it's gonna happen. It's yeah. absolutely gonna yeah. happen. Mike Winter said Harrison is the only Bama who's sitting in jail, apparently. I don't think he's still sitting in jail. I think he he made bond, and I think it was Diamond and that those two ladies, Diamond oh, from Diamond and Silk, and Silk. Silks, yeah, Diamond and Silk. Yeah. I think they actually helped pay his bond to get him out, which is one of them did. Yes, yeah. I think they also bailed out the pastor. 
The pastor. I was that's it may have been, maybe it maybe was the pastor. Oh. Maybe it was the pastor that they helped build up. That said that he needed he needed to be in church, my son. Bless his heart. Yeah, right. And these Rico charges, oh, I, I know that. you said Rico, but these Rico charges, that's they're pretty serious charges. They're like what they yeah. use they were put in place to take on the mob. So they're basically treating these nineteen defendants as mobsters, which Says a lot. So. Ooh, so that mugshot's starting to make sense. Then she, yeah, she yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they should. They they were pretty awful in the way they treated these people. But <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond and Silk are, are not both alive. Sorry. Good point. <laughs> They're not both alive. So it wasn't both of yeah. them. It was one of them. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh. Jacqueline Robinson looked it up. She says Floyd's attorneys raised three hundred thousand through crowdfunding to get his sorry's butt out. So they, oh my goodness. so it was the pastor. All right, all right. See, that's why I love having an engaged audience. Keep us on our toes. All right, so and let's ask the pastor. Supposed to be good people. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> don't get Rob B started. <laughs> I know. You'll take him down a whole other right. <laughs> Gianni knows all about it. <laughs> I know too much about it. <laughs> all right. Is this truth, lies, or shenanigans? Um, this is giving oh. me shenanigans. I know you don't have your truth paddles, but this, is this truth, lies, or shenanigans, Marielle? Is a That's lot of it. shenanigans. Yeah. A lot of shenanigans. shenanigans A lot of shenanigans going on. All right. Great conversation. All right. Before we get to our next topic, I've got to take a minute to remind you about Pods Network, PODZ Network. If you haven't checked out Pods Network, you've got to check it out. Along with Truth Lies Shenanigans, our guest, Mariel Vizcarra of that show, F to Me Up podcast, is on Pods Network. Another couple of podcasts you should be checking out, the Sister Sesh podcast. Listeners are taken on a journey with two stoner sisters, Alicia and Kat, as they navigate nice. their way through life, relationships, and sisterhood. Get ready to roll one, light it up on the couch as these two sisters <laughs> share their experiences and perspectives <laughs> on a range of topics in a lighthearted, humorous that. way. They're pretty yeah. awesome. It's a fun podcast to listen to. And there's the Just Be You podcast. Listen to Delia Pena as she's redefining herself and taking a leap of faith to create her own brand. Follow her experiences as she shifts from employee to entrepreneur, sharing lessons and the people she meets along the way. If you're looking for engaging, fresh, new podcasts, head over to Pods Network. That's P-O-D-Z Network. Aspiring podcast, curious listeners. While you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode of Truth Lies Shenanigans, and that show effed me up. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's get to Gianni. Gianni, you want to talk about the suicide salesman from Canada and a warning. Our next Ooh. topic deals with suicide, so if this topic is triggering, you might want to turn away. Truth Lies Shenanigans. Yes. So there's this guy that's under investigation in the UK. Um, his name is Kenneth Law. 
He's a Canadian chef um, and has been linked to 88 deaths. So he's accused of selling more than 1,200 lethal kits online to people contemplating suicide in about 40 countries. He was said to have boasted that some buyers had told him he was doing God's work. Mm. Law was arrested and charged on two counts of counseling and aiding suicide and the deaths of two Canadians. So, guys, my question is, aiding suicide ever morally justified? So did you say two deaths? I thought it was like 88 deaths. He did, but he was charged on the two charged Canadians. On like, two. that's what they're actually going to get him for. Yeah, basically. Okay. okay. But All he right. is linked to 88 suicides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's from what I read, it's almost 101 now. It's up to 101 that he's linked to. Oh, that's so, horrible. Okay. Yeah. Now, see, I'll start off. I got to be honest. I mean, if someone is hell-bent on ending their life, they're going to find a way. And, you know, there is that. So when I look at this guy, there's no reason or no excuse to make it easy. And that's the problem that I have, is that he's using his means to make it easy, right? Because some people are on the fence sometimes and, or they're going through a crisis in the moment and having easy access to taking your life leads to regretful actions. And of course, once they're gone, we can no longer regret it. But there are people who have tried to commit suicide, survived and regretted that action. So making it easy is not a good way. And, you know, I don't like that he was trying to profit. Part of the problem, too, is that um, he was counseling and aiding people. So he so like you were saying, you know, people who were on the fence, he was nudging them like he was nudging them. This is the action you should be taking. Um, and that's where the Peel police in the Toronto region nabbed him. So he's already in, um, in the system in Ontario right now, Johnny. So after the uh, announcement out of the UK, uh, Peel Regional Police announced that uh, Mr. Law is facing an additional 12 charges in connection to deaths with people across uh, Ontario on top of the existing four um, and, you know, when I start reading these community names, I'm familiar with all of them. And to know that this vile individual is preying on vulnerable people and he's definitely getting some kind of satisfaction out of their end. So it's, I really, really hope that he gets. He's definitely get, He was definitely getting a monetary satisfaction. Yeah. Oh, so I, I really hope that they really go after him at a local level, at a provincial level, and if this goes to a national level, at least in Canada, extradition laws aren't going to come into play, but I hope that he will also face um, crimes for, basically, like, these are international crimes. Yeah. So he needs to be held account at every level of what he's done, because it's uh, these people who did end their lives, their families lives have changed forever it's a there's no coming back from that so yeah i really hope that they go after this guy because he's um, a special brand of individual 
Yeah, he said at one point that the reason that he was doing it was to provide for his family. And I get it. Times are hard because he apparently was a restaurant owner. And during the pandemic, he lost his restaurant, right? And a lot of people did that. And so to make ends meet, he came up with this plan. Um, but so random. And then he, like I said, he said, you know, he was he actually said that he was, when he was in court, he was just trying to provide for his family. But exploiting someone's vulnerability for financial gain, that's a hard no for me. You know, there's got to be that's a line weird. that we cross, that we don't cross. So what do you think, Maria? How was he, like, even marketing his services? Like, that's my first initial thought. Right. Um, and also, like, with this, like, the satisfaction aspect of it all like it could have been monetary but it could have been even more perverse like you know what yeah. is he getting from this is this a power trip is like i think someone in the chat was like oh he's basically playing god and yeah he's doing that um so i, I i'm curious as to like how he found these uh like vulnerable individuals yeah that is an interesting way and I know that he did have a website. It's now that it's down now, of course, but mm -hmm. he did have a website and I'm sure that certain SEO or certain, certain ways that he was able to get, cause you know, there's teens and there's most of his victims were pretty young. So they're already kind of looking up those, those things on the internet and happened to find him probably by some certain keywords. I'm sure. Yeah. And that's curious, he was Rob. just hosting, he was hosting a number of self-harm websites. So he was right. just, like, you were saying people, anyone who's thinking about it, has that ideation, puts those search words into your an engine and, you know, comes he back. He had it this, set so. up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it, it was set up. So Rob, there's this issue of assisted suicide because some people want to leave this earth because maybe they're dealing with a severe illness. Maybe they're um, in pain. Maybe they're struggling. And it begs the question, are assisted suicides okay? Are they reasonable? Should we be helping people as opposed to trying to prevent suicides? If, if this is what they want to do, you know, help them do it in a proper way. I mean, I know you have in your life, dealt with both sides. You've dealt with a brother who has committed suicide, and you've also had a father who was assisted in the transition, had an assisted transition. I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, the uh, medical assistance in dying was actually, that the pro whole process was very eye-opening. Uh, the series of checks and balances that are in place to ensure that there's no exploitation, that no one is being taken advantage of, to, to make sure that their interests are being served. It, all the checks and balances are there, and I was really surprised to see how stringent it was. Um, but this online uh, do-it-your-DIY kit, uh, no, no. Because I know that uh, basically it was sodium nitrite, and which is a food preservative, but he was including like a respirator, the rubber hoses, so that you can basically inhale too much of it, and that's what was that's what was causing people's demise. Oh, it's interesting. Um, I, I was looking it up, and I couldn't find anyone yeah, who was willing. Yeah, I couldn't find it either. I couldn't find anyone yeah. who was willing to put out 
the process. You, see, you have to look at Canadian news sites. Oh. You have to look up North. <laughs> Clearly. Right. <laughs> but you know what? In this instance, yeah, the schmuck in question is one of ours. So, you know, apologies for that. It's all right. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's what he's doing is definitely, it, yeah, it's, it's not even close to the medical assistance in dying. It's not even close to a medically assisted suicide. It's, um, it's horrendous. It's horrendous that he's luring them to a website and then he's giving them an out. He's encouraging them to take the out. Do we know how much he was getting for each suicide kit? Mm-mm. They didn't really talk about his profits, but <laughs> it's, it just said how much he sold over a thousand or um, twelve hundred. Yeah, lethal kits. Wow. I mean, I've never dealt with anyone who had committed suicide, so I don't even know what that must feel like or to lose someone in that way. So I know, like I said, I know Robbie, you you have, but. He's well, that's it. I mean, kids. If if it's medically assisted, the family has prepared for it. You support your family member's decision. You love them, and you do what you can. If it's the opposite end of the spectrum, if it's sudden, violent, and unexpected, um, that's when the train wreck just goes through your life. And I mean, there's always that damage that just lives there. You, you learn to live with it, and you you try to find good ways to cope with it. And I think that. By speaking very honestly and openly about getting help when you're having those thoughts, that ideation, you need to connect with the right resources. And unfortunately, people may have been looking for the right resources and found him, mm-hmm. and he pushed them over the edge. That's yeah. that's really vile. It is. He exploited their pain. That their were worst suffering. moment. At their lowest, he exploited it and just yeah, go ahead, do it. Yeah. Go ahead, do it. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Mike Winter says uh, a lot of people who are terminally ill are tired of fighting. This is not a black or white issue. Like most of life, there are nuances to be considered. And as mm-hmm. you said, Maria, um, Jack and Rob said basically playing God, which is appalling. All right. I just want to say if you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, help is available. Reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 1 800. 273 talk 8255. All right. Is this truth? Truth, lies, or shenanigans? Um, this is some truth, unfortunately. Some awful truth. Awful, awful truth. Yeah. All right. Robbie, we really don't have time for your next topic. Is she are you a truth? Lies? Hello, truth. Hello, truth. Y'all didn't tell me to to prep my sign. I would have had it ready. Yeah, we'll make sure next time. Next, when you come back, we'll make sure you have it ready. I just want to make sure that I just want to make sure that she is heard. That's all. (laughs) That's right. Thank you. All right, Um, Robbie. You did have a topic. I want you to just take a minute to kind of just share with our audience what it is. We won't really discuss it, but just share what what has happened. Fair enough. Um, All right, so real quick, we're going to take it back to March of 2011, when earthquake Bohoku registered at 9.0 on the Richter scale and triggered a tsunami off the northeast coast of Japan's Honshu Islands. 
with devastating okay. consequences, one of them being structural damage to the Fukushima nuclear reactor. So almost 12 years later, on August 24th, as part of the decommissioning plan for damaged reactors, Japanese officials began releasing the treated reactor water into the Pacific Ocean, and China is none too pleased about this, to the point where several sanctions mm -mm. are being put into place, including a ban on Japanese sushi. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's uh, some interesting stuff, because really my question was, is the ban on sushi warranted? Would you drink the water? Yeah, I love nuke water. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, like I, love water. I like my water nuke it's warm. <laughs> delicious. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't no. love some nuke, nuclear water? That sounds radioactive. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. A cup of radioactive. <laughs> All right. Well, thank no. you, Robbie. Yeah, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. But um, but you know, if we believe. Japanese cinema. We know that Godzilla comes about from Godzilla. some sort of nuclear accident. So good job, everyone. Good job. So, so they're trying to they're trying to raise Godzilla. Y'all <laughs> right. yeah. might yeah. get superpowers if hey. we eat sushi. I don't know. That's I don't know. Hey, let's do it. Let's try it. Seems like a win to me. Marielle, you first though. You first. <laughs> <laughs> I let you. I let, let you get no. the super. <laughs> I was actually talking to someone wait, today. Wait, I was like. I had some amazing scallop ceviche this past weekend. And my, my co colleague was like, oh, I'm not really into scallops because I feel like, you know, they're like I've eaten them before and I've gotten really sick. And I was like, look, I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. I'm going to keep eating my sushi. I'm going to keep eating like seafood. Like live your I, life. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Raw seafood. Mwah. So um, delicious. <laughs> I do like sushi. I do like sushi. Mm -hmm. It is good. Not me. I'm, I'm not a sushi. All right. <laughs> Let's get to our game show. Let's get to our game show. All right. Today's game is the fun game, Would You Rather? The app will give us two options. Would you rather this or that? And we'll answer and we'll all answer the question, and then the app will tell us the most popular answer. Whoever correctly matches the most popular answer gets a point. Person with the most points at the end of the game wins the final thought for the show. All right, let's get to it. Would you rather always have to skip? <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you rather always have to skip everywhere or run everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I just envisioned myself skipping everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, would, and that's why I, I have to go skip. with skipping because it would be such an entertaining world. I think I would do skipping. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a runner. I'm absolutely not I mean, a runner. I'll I would, skip. <laughs> <laughs> what are you at, Gianni? At least if you, I would skip. But skip. Everybody if skip? you run, you can get there fast. C said skip is Ooh. correct. All right, all of us get a point. All right. Would you rather have a monkey as a pet or a pet chameleon? Ooh. How is that even a question? Do you know monkey? Chameleon. You know monkeys bite your face off, right? I would do chameleon. No, those I are would apes. No, yeah, you're talking about those are apes. No monkeys. Chimpanzees will not bite your face little. off. Yeah, and really? chimpanzee's not a monkey. It's a primate. Booyah. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Chimpanzees are primates, not a monkey. Monkeys are primates. What are you talking about? Wait, monkeys. Oh, monkeys man. All right, we're, let's just answer so this, this question. Is, this is where Mike starts our new part. Go for it, Mike. Go for it. All right. So, okay, we got two chameleons. I'd rather a monkey as a pet, even if it bites my face off. Let's see. They're too much work. Like monkey, monkey is the correct answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dang. Next, would you rather have to hunt for everything you eat, or only eat McDonald's for every meal? Oh, I'm hunting. Breakfast I'm doing McDonald's. I'm I'm not hunting. I'm not hunting. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm not, not hunting. <laughs> This I'm a gatherer, not a hunter. <laughs> a gatherer? What? Hunt? That's incredible that to me. That is wrong. That is so wrong. Who has the energy We're, to hunt? I want to know who in the world <laughs> is uh, answering these questions. Hunt that is ridiculous. and prepare your meal. No. <laughs> All right. So, Robbie, what yep, do you yep, have? Yep. Like three? I have two. Marielle and Gianni have one each. All right. Would you rather have your parents come around all the time to your place or... Live with your parents all your life. Oh, oh my goodness! I'm not oh, no, the first. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't want either. All my life. <laughs> yeah, it, they can come visit. They, they can yeah. come visit all the time. Right, let's see the answer. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are all correct. All right, two more, two more. Let's see if we can catch up to Robbie. Would you rather accidentally drop your phone down a toilet or drop it into a garbage can? A garbage can. Pretty garbage can. Garbage can. That's too. You're going with yeah, okay. Garbage, garbage can. Garbage. Garbage. What? Stop. What the? So ninety-four percent so supposedly. Bullshit. So we all got it wrong. All right. See, last time, last one. Would you rather fight one thousand ant-sized bulls or one That's bull-sized so crazy. ant? Crazy. Oh, sweet baby. Jeez. One bull sized ants. 1,000 ant sized bulls? Please. Oh, that's right. 1,000 is not a lot. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do the, I'll, I'll do the one uh, bull sized ant. Let's see. <laughs> Ew. Imagine bulls 1,000 ant sized bulls is the correct answer, which means, Robbie, you win the game. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mike Winner says nobody wants monkey throwing poo at them. <laughs> That's true. Because they'll do that. <laughs> he says, also, I refuse to correct all of Neo's incorrect answers and statements. <laughs> all right. tired of it. <laughs> all right, let's get in some shout outs. Johnny, shout out. Um, shout out to my best friend, Lamina, if you're watching this. She said she would watch soon. So if you're watching this, shout out to you, Lamb. All right, Robbie. Oh, shout out to the Sky Watchers. Look up at the night sky to take an August 2nd full moon, which makes it technically a blue moon. So what's of particular interest is that the Earth is exceptionally close um, to the moon as far as miles are concerned and the next time we'll have a closer look at a super moon like this is in november of 2025 so look up tonight oh wow wow all right I can't Adiel. 
Shout out. Shout out to my playwriting group, Paletras. They're the real homies. They keep me going. And it's just great to be with other writers, other like-minded individuals. It's amazing. I love Paletas. Am I saying it okay? Paletas? Yeah. Paletas. All right. And my shout out goes out to my sister, Olivia, who yeah. is our guest manager. Does a lot of hard work gathering our guests, making sure they have all the information they had, they need. And she helped Marielle get on here. So thank you, Olivia, for all of your hard work. Thank you, Olivia. You. It was great. Awesome. Was <laughs> awesome. All right. That is officially all of the time we have for today's show. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us. I hope you learned something, gained a new perspective, or simply had some laughs with it. Look for us live again next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and look for our official audio episode this Friday uh, on Apple Podcasts, podsnetwork.com, that's pause with a Z, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And make sure you check out Mariel Vizcara on that show that effed me up podcast (laughs) find it on pods network as well all right robbie rock final thought all right i'm going to leave you with a quote from elizabeth kubler ross given johnny's topic this evening the most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat known suffering known struggle known loss and have found their way out of the depths These persons have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, and a deep loving concern. Beautiful people do not just happen. Love that. All right. Thank you, Robbie Rock, Gianni. Thank you, Marielle, of That Show F'd Me Up podcast. That Show F'd Me Up podcast. Check it out. Thanks for chatting with us. (laughs) But most importantly, we need to thank you, for listening to our shenanigans each and every week. Have a great week, everyone.